Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Joining us in studio, Rabbi Moshe Silberhaft, widely known as the traveling rabbi. He's also the spiritual reader, leader rather, and national director of the Small Jewish Communities Association, the SJCA. Rabbi, good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us in studio. Thank you, Michael. Good afternoon. Great to have you on board, Rabbi. So we're looking at the importance of retaining the dignity of Jewish graves and cemeteries countrywide. You've just returned from Brantford in the Free State. Uh, let's begin. What were your findings there? Well, Brantford's no longer called Brantford. It's now called Winnie Mandela. Okay. That really, so that's really, the name changing interest. is really, really going around uh, the countryside at this stage. Anyway, so Brantford is one of the communities that in the Free State that had a very active Jewish community. Mm-hmm. And all that remains is a Jewish cemetery of about 38, 40 graves. And uh, we at the SJCA, it's one of our cemeteries that we're responsible to maintain. Okay. Now, just to give you a bit of background, the a number of months ago, we undertook to identify the 30 unmarked graves in the Bethlehem Cemetery. Okay. And this was started by the late Sid Goldberg, who was um, the head of the Chere Kaddisha for many years. And thanks to Lauren Sacht and her husband, Philip. We managed to identify the names of the 30 unmarked graves. Wow. And through the efforts of the daughters of Sid and Avis Goldberg, we were able to put up a tombstone, a monument, detailing all those that are buried there. Now, okay. it's, it's twofold. The oldest grave, just out of interest, well, the surname was Cinnamon, and it was a baby of two days old that died in 1908. Wow. From our side at the SJCA, it's twofold. First of all, every Jew, every Jew living and dead deserves respect and be respected. And therefore, we look after as many cemeteries as we can that are under our jurisdiction. When communities close, we ask them to give us their assets so we have funding to maintain the cemeteries of those towns. Right. Now that the South African Jewish community is uh, diminishing in numbers rapidly, quite rapidly, and the reality is that we need to address where we're going as well as to be honest and become proactive, we've decided to try and find the names. There are over 4,000 unmarked graves in our Jewish cemeteries that we administer. If I can come in there, Rabbi, how how easy is it to find, to locate descendants, sir? Well, what is the process? That's the I'm, thing. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm wondering, what, what does this entail? Absolutely. So what we were, we are fortunate in the Free State, there's a Mr. Werner van Weyck in Welcome, an Afrikaans gentleman, who's taken it on himself as a mission, and he goes to all the local municipalities in the various towns, and he meets with the local town clerk, and he says, hmm. please go through your records and find the old Jewish burial registers. And we've been managing to find quite a few. Okay. And in there is absolutely everything that we've been looking for. Wow. Thank goodness. Um, wow. Tiernison, okay. we've now completed the entire cemetery of Tiernison. Every grave is, is demarcated with a name. Right. Uh, Branford, we, we're doing now. Bethlehem, as I said to you, we do, we've just done as well. Let's not forget that's Winnie Mandela. Winnie Mandela, quite <laughs> right. right. Eh? You're listening to the rabbi well, when he speaks, yeah, you see? Right. The idea for us is, as I said earlier, that there should be respect, but also hmm. this is vital information of people that were human beings. In many cases, they were babies as well, sure, but that have a life, that have a history, that have a story. And this needs to be A, recorded, and B, the thought that this baby, for example, in uh, in Bethlehem that died in 1908, wow. there was never an identification of this child. 
Why the parents didn't put a tombstone on, that's something else. Jewish people often, when it's a baby, they don't put a stone on, etc. But there are thousands of adults that died, that there are no stones. And here I have in front of me in, Bra- in Brantford, there was always a stone, a little white marble stone mm-hmm. with just a bit of Hebrew on it. It had a lady's Hebrew name, and it said that she died in Hebrew. It says a week after her funeral. Uh, sorry, <laughs> after her wedding. <laughs> wedding. That's it. And the issue is that it doesn't give a surname. It gives absolutely nothing about her. And I thought, why not? This lady needs to have some kind of identification and identity. We are a community that have to record our history. These are people that helped right. build our community that we are enjoying today. These are our founders. These are people. And through Mr. Werner van Weyck's research, we found, and we've just erected a stone we did on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I spent Yom Kippur in uh, Beth in uh, Bloemfontein with uh, Gidon Erster, who conducted the services. And on the way back, we stopped and we erected a stone on this lady's grave. And the inscription reads, wow. her English name was Sonia Bloch. Okay. Her maiden name was Hellman. I've had, I put her on Facebook. I've had two comments from people. They said that we've been looking for this lady mm. for years and years, and we never knew where she was buried. Because on the stone, the small Hebrew stone, there's nothing. Then we give a Hebrew name. She died on the 14th of Cheshvan, 20th of October, 1918. She passed away two weeks after her wedding, and it gives her husband's name, Harris Bloch. She was 25 years old, and she didn't even live in, in Dordre. I mean, in, in uh, Brantford in those days. She lived in a town called Korea, which is a neighboring town. So all this gives, besides Jewish information, it gives her an identity. It Indeed. gives her dignity. It, 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 it's remarkable, Rabbi, if I can come in there, that, that you're managing to retrieve these details and and it, it's the history also. As you're speaking, you're talking of dates of nineteen and of nineteen oh eight and nineteen eighteen, and just just you know with the way time has transcended until now. What you are endeavouring to do, and, and thank goodness, uh, is it Mr. Van Beek who retrieved yeah. these uh, these records? Thank goodness they were they've been kept in a safe place, absolutely, so to speak. Sure. Wow. Absolutely. So from Winnie Mandela, let's just get that mm-hmm. right, from, mm-hmm. which is formerly Branford. Right. You also were, uh, visited Bloemfontein. Uh, I was there before for Yom Kippur, okay. Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So what were your findings there? Bloemfontein have two Jewish cemeteries. One mm-hmm. is the, the old cemetery has over 1,400 graves. There we have as well oh. the, uh, the the register. We mm-hmm. haven't begun that one yet because that's a massive undertaking. What we're doing with that is we're trying to raise funds. We need to raise in total for both cemeteries 700,000 mm-hmm. rand to put a wall, to put two walls around the two cemeteries. Well, to prevent people from walking through and vagrants, etc. That's really our priority at the moment. Once we've done that and we raise some more money, then hopefully we'll be able to start identifying all the unmarked graves and laying headstones flat. What we can do as well, if it becomes too expensive, is we like right. what we did in Bethlehem, mm-hmm. make one big stone, a large stone, and add and put all the f- information on it: grave number, surname, sure. first name, etc., etc. Sure, sure. It's essential. As I said, that we honor and we record this history. Our Jewish history is diminishing rapidly in South Africa. Okay. And there are many communities, small communities, uh, not in our country communities, but some of the little bit closer to Johannesburg, etc., where the last individuals decided uh, to take on themselves what they're going to do with the money of the community to decide how they're going to maintain their cemetery or not maintain their cemetery. Mm -hmm. And it becomes a huge problem. Indeed. And... 
as you know, I travel into Africa as well. And, sure. And uh, I, I see the road signs, as they call it, of what's happening to South Africa. And it's not a negative thing. We have to understand we've had 150 or 160 excellent years in South Africa, but people are moving, Jewish mm-hmm. people. But not only Jewish people are moving. It's true. It, it's the nature in human beings. The so they, they've got this migratory instinct within them. But the minute there's insecurity right. or uncertainty, right. people move. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that the leadership of South African Jewry make it sound and portray it as something negative. And mm-hmm. it's a reality. We have to accept the fact. Sure. But in the process, we have to accept the fact that we cannot just, what do they say, kick the stable door as you walk out. Mm-hmm. We can't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. We have to. Record our history. We have to preserve it. We have to make sure that it is taken care of. Indeed. That Indeed. when there's nobody around, mm. who's then going to look after it? Mm. What's going to happen one day to right. the big cemeteries where there's when there's few people? We have countries uh, in Africa. I won't mention names because people get not upset, but they say, oh, "I come from there. Why do you mention that?" Mm. Where mm-hmm. there's thousands of graves and there's only thirty people in the town, but the one yeah. community have oh. made provisions and put everything in place that those graves. Are well looked after. And don't forget, we're not talking about just Jewish burials. We're talking about our ancestors. Indeed. Our grandparents. Mm -hmm. At West Park, my grandparents are buried there. Every South African, almost every South African that's here have people buried around the country. And they must take it on themselves. I always say at the end of my talks, very often I say, if you walk away from the graves of your families, I Mm -hmm. hope your children one day don't do that to your graves when you get buried. Yes. Because it's just an un-Jewish behavior. Mm. And there has to be people to understand that it's a moral obligation. It's a Jewish moral obligation. Right. And it's nothing negative. And unfortunately, our leadership are so involved in portraying their mm. personal agendas, which they make sound as if they're uh, fantasies when they, in, in reality, they're not, that they forget the basics. Indeed. And so hopefully people that are listening will, it'll jolt them into, please God, making a note, contacting their local Kedishas putting money in place to make sure that their family graves when they emigrate or when they pass on, etc., are looked after. Mm. In there are our families. These are people that built the community. They are ancestors, founders of the community, and they're fully entitled to respect. And if they're not, well, then we have to go to the rabbinate and, and reconsider burial. You know? Rabbi, we just hope that, uh, you know, that your message, you've just given a very powerful message about the importance of heritage and history and preservation and respect towards your color, towards the culture and uh, preserving it going forward. And we hope that future generations will not forget, you know, where they, they originated from. And uh, you spoke about burial at graves. And uh, yes, if, uh, if I, I take it now, the message is loud and clear Thank from you, you Rabbi, much. that you've delivered. And let's just hope now that it's impressed upon all listeners about the importance of retaining that heritage and culture into the future. Rabbi, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank, Thank you, you so much, much for joining All us. And best. I hope you've got your message across. And, uh, yeah, everything will be. And we hope to have you in studio again. It was great having you in studio, Rabbi. Rabbi Moshe Silberhaft, widely known as the Traveling Rabbi. He's also the spiritual leader and national director of the Small Jewish Communities Association, the SJCA.